Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Did a seemingly perfectly normal 31-year-old guy turn into a gangster wannabe and terrorize his longtime girlfriend's children? And she just stood by? Did she need a man that badly? Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. First of all, take a listen to our friends at CBS 12. The top floor apartment now quiet. Only a notice from CPS taped to the door. According to Harris County Sheriff's Office, a call came in Sunday from a 15-year-old boy. He says he and his brothers, just 10 and 7 years old, had been abandoned by their parents. Their 9-year-old brother's body was in the apartment with them. Deputies are now interviewing the mother and her boyfriend. And it appears uh, the skeletal remains have been there for an extended period of time. So, uh, you know, just connecting all the dots at this point, it seems that they were in there while the body was deteriorating. Samantha lives two floors below the unit where the boys were found with her own kids. She says she didn't even know children lived in the apartment. I didn't even know someone even stayed there. I thought it was abandoned, like, you know, just like it was just an empty apartment or whatever. And so now we was like, oh, wow, people was living up there. CPS is also investigating alongside law enforcement. The boys were taken to an area hospital to be treated. Christian Gomez has three boys of his own. I'm so shocked, you know, like, like, what about the parents? What about all this? You know, like, we're like I'm, I'm, I'm on words, you know, like I can't, like, I got kids, you know, like, I don't know. It kind of hurts. Leaving parents to wonder who would do this to these young boys. I don't even have no words to say to them. Like, like that's just, like, I'm speechless. I am too. Think about it. Three children living there, a 15-year-old and two little brothers, 10 and 7, while in the next room is their dead 8-year-old brother and they live this way for months and months and months maybe over a year take a listen again to our friends at cbs 12 a living nightmare inside this apartment filled with twisted secrets neighbors knew the situation in this apartment wasn't normal but they never imagined the true horror inside 
three boys abandoned by their mother, living with the remains of what investigators believe to be their dead sibling. But I had no idea that it was a skeleton house. I never saw those other kids. The Harris County Sheriff's Office says the rent kept getting paid, but the mother hasn't been back in months. The 15-year-old's relying on his neighbor, Erica Chapman, who started giving him food six months ago. He would not make, eat anything that you made. Um, you had to buy it. Like, it had to be a salad that was closed from the store or a pizza, um, fruits. It had to still be in a bag. Another resident at City Park 2 at West Oaks Apartments, Troy Thompson, also was feeding him. He once got a glance inside the apartment. It's just not furnished. It's just like trash, like debris from chips, pizza boxes. Without electricity, the 15-year-old asked Thompson to charge a cell phone shortly before calling 911 on Sunday. The last time when I charged the phone, I asked him, is, is everything all right? He was like, yes, sir. So then I asked him, well, were you going somewhere? He said, probably. And then he walked away. And about seven minutes later, the police pulled up. Investigators say the skeletal remains have been in the apartment for a year. Chapman and Thompson had no idea about the dark secrets the 15-year-old was living with. Why do you think he didn't tell people he had these brothers? After finding out what happened yesterday, I think he was more nervous and scared. Hey, are they going to blame me for this? Are my parents going to punish me for this? The 15-year-old older brother, Jordan, his 10-year-old little brother, Trevon, and Javon, seven years old, all living in that home. And, you know, those children had to know how wrong their life was, living in an abandoned apartment with their dead brother in the other room. And seeing other children their age having normal lives, but knowing we're not like that. Having to deal with that day after day after day. With me, an all-star panel to try and make sense of this. Jason Campo, Chief Prosecutor, joining us out of Texas, Cameron County. Dr. Alan Blotke, Ph.D., joining us out of Birmingham, forensic psychologist. Joseph Scott Morgan, Professor of Forensics, Jacksonville State University, and author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon. And Sabrina Fazan, four-time Emmy Award-winning anchor and reporter at Serena Fazan News. Serena, it's really hard for me to take this in. Where was mommy and daddy? I know. Me too, Nancy. It's just so awful. Can you believe that they lived 25 minutes away or so? Why were they in a different home than their own kids? It's just so hard to imagine. And as you had mentioned earlier and we heard those reports, this had been going on for months, 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 maybe nearly a year. And they were down the street. Did you notice, uh, Serena Fazan, this guy, uh, the so-called boyfriend of the mother, had suddenly decided he wanted to be um, a gangster or at least give the appearance of being a gangster? Did you see his appearance change? How suddenly he's uh, sporting gold teeth and covered himself with tattoos and chains just out of the blue. What happened to him? I know. He turned into an overnight badass or so he thought. (laughs) And what's so, I mean, how much of a a badass do you have to be to beat up an eight year old little boy? Uh, 
I mean, you know, this is what we know or what I think I know, Serena Fazan. You tell me if I'm wrong, but apparently he broke one little boy's jaw, killed one little boy, age eight, and left the other gripped with fear while mommy, who is also a POS, that's a technical legal term, uh, mm-hmm. stood by and watched and let it happen to her children. It, you, Nancy, you've described it. That's what, that's what the deputies are saying. And what's even more horrifying is that they believe that the 10-year-old witnessed the beating of his little brother. And the, the mother apparently told her boyfriend she wanted, she wanted to get help, but then she, she told her not to. And of course she listened, just like what you said at the very beginning of the show. Did she really need a man that much? It's crazy. Well, I guarantee you this is not going to rise to the level of legal insanity and her decision to live 25 minutes away from her three boys in itself is felony, child neglect, and abuse. Take a listen to our cut 1A. This is Zach Territory, a KHOU 11. A children's playground. Uh, He was sleeping on the side. Chapman says she first met the 15-year-old boy who were told called 911, claiming he and his siblings had been living with the remains of their brother in the room next to his. And I asked him if he was hungry. And he said, yeah, and I brought him out some food and some drinks. Harris County deputies discovered that 15-year-old boy along with a 7- and 10-year-old boy and tragically the remains of another young child. Honestly, I'm disgusted. If I knew something was wrong with any of those kids, I would have took all of them. Mm, the neighbors had no idea. And that is a big sign to you, Jason Campo. You and I have both worked so many child abuse and child neglect cases. When neighbors don't even know children live there, there's something way wrong. It shows that this has been going on for years and years. And the fact that the 15-year-old lived in the apartment for a year with his other brothers and the the body of his deceased brother and didn't call until now shows that this is a mindset that those kids have been exposed to some kind of abuse since they were really, really young because they didn't even know that this was inappropriate. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. To Dr. Alan Blotke, PhD, a forensic psychologist joining us out of Birmingham. Dr. Blotke, why do you need a man that badly? A guy who's going to beat your children, kill one of your children, and insist you live 25 minutes away. And leaving the boys in an apartment with no air condition, no heat, no nothing. Yeah, I mean, it shows you how disturbed and uh, out of touch this mother was and how neglectful and abusive she was at the same time. I mean, it's just, it's it's really almost an unbelievable case, right? It's one of the worst ones I've heard of uh, where she just totally left these kids behind. I don't know if she's involved in drug abuse no. or whether she's... No, no, because listen to this, Blocky. If she were involved in drug abuse, number one, that is not a defense under the law. Your voluntary use of drugs does not ex- excuse you right. or justify right. your crimes. That's on right. you. But, right. you know, a lot of juries might think, oh, well, she was out of her mind on drugs. She didn't know what she was doing. This woman was not high on drugs. Look at her. She's perfectly healthy looking, uh, living with this boyfriend and she knew what was happening. There she is, and all her makeup, her hair has been colored. She's got on nice clothes. BS on that, Blocky. Don't give her a pass claiming, oh, she's drug addled. She didn't use drugs. No, I, I don't want to be misunderstood. I wasn't trying to give her a pass. I was just trying to just trying to figure out exactly what uh, the factors are that, are that are leading to her neglectful and abusive behavior because there's really no clear explanation for it other Blocky, than that. Why do you always yeah. go and, and put, stick your nose in your DSM? What does that stand for? Diagnostic what? Statistical manual. That. It's a book. It, guys, it's about that big. Yeah. I, one was I was prosecuting, was constantly looking up mental disorders to find out what they meant. Do they rise to the level of insanity? No. It's like you're narcissistic. A personality disorder. You know what that means? You're self-centered. Like narcissists in Greek mythology, all he could be interested in was his own reflection in the pool. His whole world was about himself. That's not insanity. That's called self-centered. And this mother is not insane. She stood by. Well, wait. Let's bring it all home, Joe Scott Morgan. Listen to this. The children claim the boyfriend... Coulter struck their eight-year-old brother. Joe Scott, do you remember when your your children were eight years old? How little and defenseless? Struck the eight-year-old with closed fist, kicked him in the face, feet, back, testicles, and buttocks. Wait a minute. Wait. The seven-year-old son tells deputies Coulter continued kicking Kendrick, now dead, 
who was then lying on the floor and not moving while staring at the other little brother who was in the room. What? Did you hear what happened to him, Joe Scott? Yes, ma'am, I did. And let me kind of break this, this down guy. a little bit. I absolutely hate him. And I, I, let me think, what jurisdiction? This is Texas. Ooh, he can get the death penalty. And so can that sorry mother. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you know, the the thing about this is we've heard that the body of this poor young child was skeletonized, Nancy. And was it totally this, skeletonized? Uh, well, that's what they're saying. At least that's what they're implying. And they're yeah, talking you're about right. Blunt, you're right. And you know what? And they're talking about blunt force trauma. You know what that tells me? This is even more insidious. They're telling me by saying that that since they don't have any soft tissue to examine to look for bruises, this kid's probably got multiple, and I mean multiple fractures over the extent of his body. You're talking about kicking him in the testicles. He could have a fracture, a fractured pelvis. You're talking about punching him in the face. The facial bones could be uh, broken. He's, he's probably been stomped on. He's probably got broken ribs, this sort of thing. This is still visible after a year, Nancy. He's decomposed to the point down to where he is a skeleton in the adjacent room. And what's really chilling about this, Nancy, when we work in the morgue, we get to see horrible things. But you know what? At the end of the day, we get to leave. These kids had to indwell this residence with the decomposing body of their sibling. Jason Campo, I don't know if you've ever felt the way I feel right now, but there were times in trial and it got worse and worse over my 10 years prosecuting in inner city Atlanta as my cases became more and more evil and complex. Um, sometimes I would hate to even say the case to the jury and I'd have to screw myself up to actually orate what I knew because it's so horrible. I don't know if you've ever had that feeling, but I'm sitting here about to tell you a fact and I hate it. I hate it. It leaves a horrible, horrible taste in my mouth. But when police arrived at the apartment, they find one child with a swollen jaw. The boy said his mother knew about the injury, but did not seek or get medical aid for him. Here we go. The 10-year-old son told investigators that when Williams came by, that is his mother, Gloria Williams, she lifted the blanket off eight-year-old Kendrick and found his body, feet, and teeth had turned into a skeleton that his, quote, hair was off and his corpse was covered with cockroaches. Oh. Okay, wait a minute. Let it sink in. She pulled the blanket back and saw her son skeletonized, covered in roaches. And what, if anything, did she do? She left. She left with her other son with a swollen jaw and did not seek or obtain medical help. May she rot in hell along with her good-for-nothing boyfriend. 
Okay, there you go. I, I don't even know how to respond to something like that because it, it truly is one of those cases that when it when it lands on your desk and you read it for the first time and you try to understand it all, how you're going to start to go forward with it, you feel kind of off mentally after you read it and you have to say, okay, you know what, I, I'm going to let this sit for a couple of days and then come back to it and try to, I guess, desensitize yourself so you can start to prepare to take it to trial. Because this is one of those cases where both of these people deserve what is coming to them. You know, Serena Fasan, um, people often say to me, why don't you smile when you're on TV? Are they crazy? Right. I mean, crazy. at first I go, <laughs> and I wouldn't say anything back. But finally, I was asked that so many times. Why don't you smile and soften up when you're on TV? Oh. If somebody could smile through these facts, mm -hmm. I don't want to hear anything they have to say because they're a big fake. How can you smile when you're recounting something like this? I, I don't get it. You've had to be on TV many, many times telling horrific stories. I, 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 I've never seen you actually grimace but you certainly don't deliver it with a smile. I mean, I wouldn't trust anybody that could smile through this. Absolutely not. I know. I mean, honestly, Nancy, there has been some time that I actually cried on the air. But I don't know how people can smile. You oh, can't me smile too. Then was immediately like attacked for crying. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. it is hard sometimes, I have to say, though. And you know with news, transitioning from one story to the next and changing, you know, your facial expression. So that can be difficult at times, but just, I'm sitting here with goosebumps and in shock, trying to absorb everything with what these poor kids had gone through. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
Serena Fazan, Joe Scott, Dr. Block Key, Jason Campo, everybody jump in, please. There's no formality here. I, I'm not a drinker or a gambler, but I'll tell you, after this case, I swear I could use a drink, and I mean a big drink, and I don't even know what I would order. Dr. Alan Blocky, I think that's why lawyers have such a high rate of alcoholism, drug dependency, and suicide. Because we see yeah, I mean, this no all doubt. the time. I mean, the horrificness of this case is just mind-boggling. And I think we're all reflecting that in the comments that we're making. Our our, our visceral reaction yeah. to it is is so extreme because it's such an extreme case. And our our reaction to it is normal. Yeah. What, Serena? Well, I was going to say, you know, this poor 15-year-old, right? We all depend on our moms to protect us. So here he is living in these conditions, waiting and waiting and waiting, Mm -hmm. hoping his mother would come to his defense. And instead, here he is at only 15, taking care of his two little brothers. And his mother never, ever, ever came forward. I mean, that's pathetic. Guys, take a listen to our cut 1B. This is uh, Zach Tartari, K-H-O-U-11. According to the Harris County Sheriff's Office, the mother of the boys and her boyfriend were brought in for questioning but released. Child Protective Services sent us this statement that says in part, the agency is seeking emergency custody of the three boys. Oh, he wouldn't talk about his parents. Erica says she didn't want to push the boy too hard with questions, hoping he would open up to her. Because I did not want him not to come to me for food. If you're that hungry... I want him to keep coming to me. At least I know he was eating. The the neighbors cared more about this 15-year-old than the mother. And I don't hear about anybody feeding the other children, the 10-year-old and the 7-year-old. I wonder if the 15-year-old would take the food back to them. Did I just hear that straight? Uh, would you play the beginning of that one more time, please? Uh, Tyler, please play the beginning of 1B one more time. According to the Harris County Sheriff's Office, the mother of the boys and her boyfriend were brought in for questioning, but released. Well, okay, there. Right there. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Released? Yeah. Released? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, we don't say OMG on crime stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that it's, aside, it's released? What? How did those two get out of jail? Serena, help me. Well, Deputy said at the beginning that they didn't have enough evidence to keep them, Nancy. Oh, other than the eyewitnesses that saw the boyfriend beat the child dead. Oh, and listen to this. Listen to this, Dr. Alan Blotke. Hold on. I've got to, I've got to quote it verbatim. The little boy witness said he watched his little eight-year-old brother, Kendrick Lee, stop blinking during the assault, the kicking assault, where he was kicked in the stomach, the back, the rear end, and the, the genitals, the, the boyfriend, the stepfather. And he watched as his little brother quit blinking. And I don't know why it came to mind, Dr. Blotke. My daughter at night, she goes, good night. And she closes her eyes like a little princess. She looks like a sleeping beauty. She just lies there all night and doesn't move. Just perfectly, with her little face perfectly composed. My son kicks like a wild animal. But I've watched him fall asleep. And he looks, and he looks off into the distance. The lights might be off. And then he 
closes his eyes, and he's asleep. That's how he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget either of them, the way they fall asleep as babies, as children. And now you got this brother saying, I was watching my little brother. I was watching Kendrick's, and I saw his eyes stop blinking while my stepfather was kicking him dead. What more information did they need to hear? I mean, that is how a question. Does, yeah, Jason I mean, Campo, more? what more information did they need? The only thing I can think of at, at this point with that is sometimes they wait until um, interviewers for the children can come in and do it in a more um, sterile setting, and the police don't just instantly go right to the children and start questioning them and asking them. So the only thing I can think of is maybe they hadn't done those interviews yet with the children when they had the parents in there the first time and that's why they let him go the first time until they actually got to talk to the children mother and boyfriend charged in boy's death and siblings abandonment in upscale houston apartment released released uh, Serena Vazan, why in the world would they let them out? You know, I mean, honestly, what what um, was just said did make sense. Perhaps they did not have a chance to talk to the children first. And investigators, before an arrest, they do want to make sure that they have a case. But I'm still stunned with this one, Nancy, that they were actually released. I mean, Nancy, I, I don't understand it either. I don't understand why they would be released the first time. They're on a razor's edge uh, with these other children because this other child has been murdered. All right. What's to say that these other two kids would not also fall to the same fate because they're they're essentially witnesses. They've been ongoing witnesses for over a year to what's going on with this body. And to eliminate them would just you know bolster any kind of case that the perpetrator might have to prove their innocence or to thwart the prosecutors from from further prosecuting them. You know, I I can't believe I'm stunned. I I get sick to my stomach, particularly when when child family are involved, uh, child family services are involved. Yeah, speaking of CPS, how come nobody noticed when the eight-year-old was no longer in school? And why didn't CPS go visit the home? Who's that? Is that you, Serena? Yeah, that's a very interesting point because, you know, what came up was there was an issue with truancy, right? But because of this whole unprecedented time with COVID, even that department said, even that that department said that many cases fell through the cracks. I hate it when people say that. That That is all BS, a technical legal Mm -hmm. term. Another one, Jason Campo. That means somebody didn't do their job. It just slipped through the cracks. BS. You threw it through the cracks. You neglected to do your job. That's what face masks. That's what these are for. So you can get out there and do your job. That's absolutely right. You know, there, there is no excuse for that. And I don't know what happened there in the breakdown of, of that. But somebody also needs to look into that, too. Guys, take a listen to our friend in Cut 3 and Alaya Ruiz, K-H-O-U. Listen. A medical examiner's office releasing the cause of death for that nine-year-old little boy 
ruling his death homicidal violence with multiple blunt force injuries. The boy has not been identified at this time. We've also learned the boys attended Aleph ISD. The school district says the last time they were in school was in May of 2020. They never went back to school after that. The school district says they made several attempts to contact the mother and even visited the apartment back in September of 2020, but they were not able to reach anyone. The school district says the mother had two truancy cases for two of the boys. One case was for 2019 and the second was for 2020, but the cases were not prosecuted by the Harris County DA's office during the pandemic. So everybody's blaming the pandemic. All right. And I, well, wait, let, you know how I feel about politics. Uh, and I don't want to drag that into the murder of a little eight year old boy. But correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody on the panel, anybody in the studio, I know you can't wait to correct me. Are, are there, uh, the, there are no more mandates. I know there are not in Florida. What about in Texas? Do you have to wear a mask? Do you have to get the vaccine? So they're blaming the pandemic. But there they're not worried about wearing a mask or a vaccine. What's the story on that? How can you blame the pandemic if you're not worried about it? Anybody feel free to jump in. Jason Campo, you're in Texas. What's happening? So the the mask mandate, is, there is not a statewide one right now. Some school districts individually are trying to still enforce them. Uh, but there is nothing that is statewide right now that is mandated for schools to be open or in any instance like that. Wait, there's no mandate for schools to be open? There's no mandate that they have to wear masks for the school to be open. But CPS is still hiding behind the pandemic. That's why they didn't do their job. Is that what they're saying? I find it very hard to believe that that these children were not on CPS's radar prior to these events, that it was merely a truancy issue. This is ongoing abuse that was going on for a protracted period of time, Nancy. The fact that they would actually have the audacity to talk about the COVID epidemic relative to this is absolutely intellectually insulting. You said it so much better than I did, Joe Scott Morgan. Well, I tried. I cut his mic and me. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, take a listen to our cut eight. This is Sergeant Dennis Walford. Listen. The nine-year-old uh, does have an injury to the jaw that, that we come to believe was caused to his jaw by the boyfriend, Brian Coulter, several weeks ago. Uh, there was no medical attention given for that injury. Uh, that, that injury is going to cause or is, he's going to have to have surgery, and that, that surgery will happen soon. Um, they, they were very thin. Uh, you know, one of the th- first things I, I asked them, what, the, what they are they hungry? And they said they were. And uh, the first thing, I don't know if it's because we're cops or what, but they wanted donuts. <laughs> so and we immediately went and got them Shipley's donuts. Uh, but there's the, the physical injury that, that was evident uh, to the nine-year-old, you know, that, that's the only real overt uh, sign of trauma to them as far as, far as physical Let me go to an expert Um, in Texas donuts. It's Jason Campo joining us, chief prosecutor out of Cameron County. Jason, is what is Shipley's like Krispy Kreme is to Georgia, Shipley is to Texas? What is Shipley's donuts? It is. Shipley's is is more like a Dunkin' Donuts here, but we have Shipley's all over the state of Texas. It's a very popular donut You mean it's the cakey kind? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I don't like that. I like the Krispy Kreme kind, but I have never refused a donut of any sort. So I need to come and do an exploratory search of Shipley's Donuts. And you guys out there, and Dr. Blocky, you may be able to help me. Jason, Joe Scott, Serena, you may wonder why that lieutenant, excuse me, Sergeant Dennis Walford, laughed about the boys wanting Shipley's Donuts. You know why? Because sometimes it is so overwhelming, you can either just get dragged down into it and never get back out, or you can find something every once in a while to smile about. And, you know, to you, Jason Campo, many, many times, many times, and even to this day, my truly close friends and I at the district attorney's office, we don't talk about the cases because they are very upsetting and I could be you know prepping for a trial of course I wouldn't eat lunch during a trial but prepping for a trial and I would have a cell with somebody and we would talk about everything but the case because it it can take you down a dark hole of depression and you can hardly get back out again so you know God bless Shipley's Donuts for that one moment the sergeant could smile during this investigation did did, did you experience that i definitely we do i think it's an unspoken rule among prosecutors like when you go to lunch or when you sit down and have lunch together you talk about anything other than what you're actually working on 
the 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 thing that made me smile when he said the Shipley's Donut is that it just amazes me the spirit of these children who have gone through this horrific horrific thing that I can't even wrap my mind around and they still just want a Shipley's Donut right like the innocence of that is just so astounding to me yeah, I mean, it shows you how, how resilient children really are. I mean, they're going to be scarred emotionally, there's no doubt about it, but their resilience of young people is just so obvious sometimes. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the one little brother that to this day he talks about seeing his brother stop blinking his eyes. That is going to haunt him. He's going to wake yeah. up when he's 60 years old dreaming about that moment thanks to this a-hole uh, another, I'm just really throwing the Latin phrases around today, Brian Coulter, the boyfriend, and Gloria Williams, the sorry mother. Speaking of upsetting and disturbing, I, I don't like it, but this is part of the case. Take a listen to Hour Cut 9. This is the Harris County Sheriff, Ed Gonzalez. I want to mention as well, because that was something that was very disturbing, is that back to the different parts, we, we had a, 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 a the dry remains, skeletal remains that, that were present. So clearly it, in our initial observations, the, the body had been there for a long time, you know, and so that was disturbing. But on top of that, we had a serious injury uh, to another small child that apparently had not received, to our knowledge, any kind of medical attention, any, any, any pain uh, treatment or anything like that during the course of this. I also want to point out as well, I mentioned a little bit that the, the apartment was in a deplorable condition. We saw soiled carpet, no furniture, no furniture at all, no bedding, no blankets, nothing that, that, that we could see. Um, and, and it appeared to have what I spent roaches and flies and just things. It was very bad condition for anyone, especially children to live in. Take a listen also to our cut 10. These are documents that we obtained from the court. Listen. Uh, officers arrived, spoke with the 15-year-old child who stated that he found his younger brother, the deceased minor complainant, in a bedroom of the residence sometime around Thanksgiving of last year, 2020. He believed this defendant would call the police, told officers that she never did so, and that she then had moved out of the apartment, leaving them in the residence with his deceased younger brother without adult supervision. He stated that they had found his younger brother approximately one week before Thanksgiving. He also told officers that the co-defendant, who is the boyfriend of this defendant, would lock them in a bedroom and he would hear them hitting his brothers while he was in the room with them. He stated he told this defendant about the conduct, but she ignored him, said she would talk with the co-defendant, and the 15-year-old stated, quote, that never worked. And in our cut 13, listen to what happened to the other little boy's jaw. Law enforcement officers on scene observed that 10-year-old child to have extensive swelling to his face and jaw when they uh, made contact with him on October 24th. He was transported to Texas Children's Hospital where it was discovered that he had blunt force trauma to the face, which would require surgery because medical treatment was not sought or obtained when he was injured. During a forensic interview the following day, he disclosed that the injury had occurred when the co-defendant struck him in the face approximately three weeks prior, and that this defendant was aware of the injury but did not seek or obtain medical aid for him. 
Serena Fazan, after we started uh, rooting around and digging around in this case, suddenly mommy and her live-in have been arrested again. Are they in custody and are they facing trial? And if so, for what? Yes. So they are in custody. And going back to that first question, why were they released? I did a little bit more research and it said that detectives wanted to gather more evidence. But right now they are in custody. The the boyfriend is being evaluated, though, in a mental health facility, but he's facing homicide charges. What I am concerned with, though, is the mother, her charges are injury to a child by omission and tampering with evidence. So, Nancy, you would know better, but I would hope that they would upgrade those charges. I predict a grand jury is going to hear this case. Those are the current charges that she was arrested under. For instance, I see Jackie steal a car. I call a cop. He comes and arrests her for stealing a car. Then we find a dead body in the trunk. Uh-oh, the grand jury might indict her for the murder, too. Sorry, Jackie. You commit a right. lot of crimes over there. But long story short, wait till the grand jury hears all this. I believe she will be indicted as a co-defendant in the murder of her own son, Kendrick Lee. And again, let me throw another Latin phrase at you. Rot in hell, mommy, and take your living with you. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Gray signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports 
Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy.